0: What is going on guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats podcast. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. My name is Kyle Beats if you don't know who I am. So, today's episode of the podcast, it's a little bit different than all the other ones. I've done an episode similar to this before where I kind of put out a thing on Instagram, Twitter, hey, ask me some questions, I'm going to be answering questions. Basically, these podcasts, the first time I did this podcast was because I didn't have a guest ready and I wanted to fill in a podcast without skipping a week um without skipping a week a similar thing happened this week but i wasn't going crazy chasing down trying to figure out how to fit a guest in and i was like you know what i'm going to do another one of these because you guys actually really liked the first one that i did it was like a kind of like a QA slash rant slash me saying everything that i could possibly say to help you guys out and Whatever, Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go follow at Kyle Garvin Beats. If you screenshot the episode of this podcast and post it on your story, I will DM you. I'll hit you up and be like, hey, yo, that's tight. Crazy, man. Um, And I'll be reposting a bunch of them. I'll also be following a few of you, too, who do that. And I'll definitely be DMing as many people as possible that do that and tag me and saying what's up. But yeah, anyways, let's get into it. I'm going to start reading off some of these questions, answering them, talking about stuff and let's get it. First question I want to touch on this first first question that I got here I got a ton of questions shot to you guys I did only Instagram and didn't do, didn't do Twitter all right first question is from Zon. it's like E underscore zahn x what a name um, he asked me how many beats do you sell a week and this reminds me of a question that I got the other day from someone in a DM who asked me um, how much money like our producers making on YouTube etc etc and here's the thing Here's the thing about this. Now that a lot of producers are getting, they're putting their, themsel- they're putting themselves out there like me. They're putting their face on camera, they're making videos. I'm making vlogs. other people are touching on that. You're getting involved in producers' lives in a way that has never really existed before for producers producers are all behind the scenes whatever whatever i mean some of them i'm putting out music people are artists too whatever you're getting involved in these people's lives and if you can make a brand around that where like i have a podcast i have videos i put out beats sometimes i'm putting out music whatever instagram twitter and i've created like a business around myself which is kyle beats and if you can create a personal brand like you can sell anything like the amount of beats that i sell is the amount of beats that i post you know what i mean if i post more beats i'm going to sell more beats if i post more kits, i'm going to sell more kits if i make t-shirts i'm going to sell t-shirts if i because i've built a brand that has a strong following um especially now with youtube there's people on youtube now that don't even make music and don't rap or don't do anything just they just like music and hit me up and say man it's crazy to watch the process i want to get into producing and it's just like building a brand is the most important thing and what does that really mean um it's a personal brand Kyle Beats is a personal brand my name is Kyle Garvin and Kyle Beats is what I call myself and that's what all my things say that's what my Instagram Twitter YouTube SoundCloud podcast whatever I'm just Kyle Beats and I stay and I post a ton of content and I am good at posting content. I stay true to the brand. I stay consistent with everything that I do. And I've years and years and years, I don't have a team behind me. Everything you see is me. And now I can do anything with that because once the numbers start coming in and you start transferring people over to Instagram, people know me as Kyle beats. And I've built a brand around that as like an artist essentially that posts a YouTuber, producer, artist, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you can do whatever you want i can make a living off of sponsorships i can make a living i can make a living selling t-shirts i could uh, i could maybe make maybe in 2019 i could make a living off of ads from youtube i don't know yet we'll see but like there's so many different ways you can make a living and i haven't been posting as much beats Lately, in the past like six months, only because they probably have more value not being posted. I'm in like a weird middle ground now where I'm making money. Like, like I said, like there's companies reaching out to me every single day to pay for sponsorships, which, as you guys that watch the videos can tell, I don't really do a lot. I just do, I did the one with DistroKid, and that was pretty much it because I use DistroKid. Um, and like the kids, the beats, whatever, like I can make a living off of custom beats. Like you can make a living off of whatever you want to do, which is the most important thing at first is making a living so that you can concentrate on what you really want to do. Because I don't think what you really want to do is making... It's just, like after three years of selling beats or three years of selling kits or three years of doing sponsorships or three years of whatever, whatever, like that's not what you wanna do. You wanna, cr- like as a producer, as 99% of producers get in this to either win a Grammy or someone like me who wants to just cr- like be the one of the best known creators in general, like when it comes to videos, music, to- all tied in together more so than like, I don't really care if I won- win a Grammy but you guys know what I'm saying. Next question. Next question from Chef Jaha. These are crazy Instagram names. C-H-E-F-G-A-H-A on Instagram asks, what made you switch from hustling on Instagram to making YouTube videos? Um, So there's a couple reasons why I started making, first of all, I was making YouTube videos the whole time. I started by trying to make, Making videos because I really liked making videos. That was the whole theory. (laughs) That was like half of the theory behind me making beats. Is I had something for me to film of myself. So I was making. If you look back and go to my oldest videos, like I was making videos before I started posting beats. Even though I have most of my beats on my main channel unlisted, I was always making videos because I really liked it. But like it wasn't really. This is like what three years ago or something. I first started three four years ago. Um, there wasn't really like a niche, like there, there was beat making videos, but there was no niche like there is now. So it was impossible to like do what I'm doing now. Nobody was sponsoring anyone, like none of that. So, um, so after that, whatever I was, I figured out how to sell beats just through Instagram and keeping people's emails and growing like this weird underground beat making brand. And I was still posting uh beat making videos eventually like once i kind of had a little bit of like a thing figured out for making money selling beats like 500 bucks a week kind of range 500 600 700 a week type of range i started posting uh beat making videos again like once a month probably just because i like to do them i just wanted i i've always wanted to be a youtuber you know what i mean i don't really care about this other stuff like i just want to create content um that's like the main driver between it before all this stuff and so a big reason for me going harder we'll say i had like four beat making videos out um in the making a beat series i had like 10 other ones that weren't in this making a beat series and from episodes five through like nine um it was kind of around the time where my mom got cancer where i was like all right this instagram beat selling hustle is way too much of a hustle like even though i'm making money it does not it seems like it can all be taken away from me instantly like um it felt like it could all be if i stopped messaging people and hitting people up to try to, i was just a salesman like if i stopped it just would have all been taken away there was no brand behind it so once my mom got cancer i was like i need to do something else like i need to make money like i can't be doing this it just hit me you know like whatever times of struggle come great things so i just from that, from that literally like that next week, I posted four, four or five videos a day after each other. And then like episode eight was actually the one that actually started getting more views, it got like 15,000. And then I was like, all right, I can't post every every single day. This is impossible, like this, it's too much work. So then I started posting every other day and it's kind of still what I do now. Um, I did that for like a year and a half. So I started posting every other day. And then that one video that got 15,000 views just kept getting views. Now it has like 1.3 million, but if I didn't keep posting, it wouldn't have kept going. So I've always been posting YouTube videos um, and I was posting beats on YouTube too, but I just started going harder when I just, I saw the niche being built too. And I was like, all right, if I want to get in here, I need to start posting. So it was kind of just from a scramble. Like I just, I figured that, all right, I needed to have more consistency and I hate, needed to have something more to rely on. And like building that brand on YouTube, I knew was like the way to do that. All right. So Arius asks, what job would you do if music and YouTube didn't work all right so i don't know it doesn't it doesn't i when, it, when you say job it kind of feels strange to consider this a job i just like to create stuff i like being an entrepreneur and i like i, I, I consider myself a creative entre, entrepreneur like i could never run like an accounting business or something with employees like i couldn't do that i just like to create things and i like to do what i want to do and you YouTube let's start with YouTube it's he said if music and YouTube YouTube is not like YouTube is not a job YouTube is just the platform to post long-form videos if it changed and Instagram and IGTV just took over I would post my videos to Instagram TV just YouTube is just this established platform to post long-form videos and it's just a very creative place for creative people and that's why I post, and it just has a great community, and that's why I post there. Like, if it changed to something else, I would go there. It's not just because, it's not just YouTube. Um, it's not like YouTube is my job. But, like, and music, if I wasn't doing music, um, I don't know. I mean, the reason, the reason why I'm doing music is because the first reason (laughs) the first time i got into it was kind of like music and videos were kind of paired together for me like the first i've said this before i remember seeing this like like literally in like 2007 or 2008 i was like super young and i saw like this nba video on youtube back when youtube was like super (laughs) not old yet i saw this nba video and and i didn't like the song it was just like some rock song like this nba montage someone posted on video on youtube so i downloaded the video and i downloaded a bunch of like songs on limewire that i liked better that would work better and i put those songs over the nba mix on like windows movie maker so i've always had a passion for music and i really loved how videos looked with with music you know what i mean uh, but if it wasn't music it would be something it would be something else around music like maybe not creating music maybe being a video person but that also has to do with music I feel like music is just is just embedded in the culture but um, if I wasn't a producer it would definitely be something with videos or just like creating some sort of like really cool brand like a clothing line where I would use i would still be using videos and music to to brand it um or just some sort of like creative thing similar to that or like i don't know what i have so many that's the thing it's like that's why it took me so long to get to start making beats like i started making beats like four or five years ago or something when i was i'm like what am i 26 right now i'm 20 just recently kind of turned 26 and I started really focusing on making beats when I was like 20 years old. And I was, pr- that's pretty old for that. Before that, I was starting companies and doing all this other stuff. So that that was like one of my problems is I had too many interests, but yeah, I don't know. I could have done anything, honestly. All right, the next question from Dim D-I-M-A-M-P-L-E. Where can I sell my beats? Top five ways. Please. All right. So the way you sell your beats is by using a platform such as BeatStars and Airbit. That's how to directly sell your beats. The other way to sell your beats is by using PayPal, signing up for a PayPal account, going in to the invoice section. When someone wants a beat, you send them an invoice for $30 or whatever the lease is, figure out all the leasing information whatever whatever that's how that's how you sell a beat the way to market your beats which is probably what you're talking about is it's kind of in a weird middle ground right now where you can do it on youtube but you have to do something completely absolutely out of the ordinary like i've seen people come up shout out to cody cxdy if you listen to this that's that's if you listen to this um Like the past couple years like he started posting tight beats like around the same time I did and my tight beats Channel that was Kyle beats didn't really do numbers I got like a thousand subscribers in like a year and now his channel had his channels like getting eight thousand ten thousand subscribers a month Still just posting tight beats so you can still do it. You know what I mean? You can still just post beats and come up on YouTube um, but you have to do something unique and and building some sort of like unique brand without showing personality without showing your face is kind of hard to do but it's definitely possible um i think the most valuable thing now and definitely moving forward with every this isn't just making beats this is this isn't just as a producer but this is with every single like market every single um like everything if you're if you're like a a, an accountant or if you're a filmmaker if you're a model if you're this like there's going to be more and more people continuously figuring out the internet and coming into the scene and whatever whatever i think the the most valuable thing now is just brand and and like creating a solid brand where even just the simplest thing like having your instagram be the same as your twitter having a great picture on Instagram and Twitter, it's very valuable if you do want to show your face and show your personality. Even if you don't want to show your face, make a podcast, show your personality, do what Base Gutter does, and you don't even have to show your face. Like, come up with creative ways to create a brand. Like, there are so many, like, I get this a lot for my, for like, I see this a lot with Beats, when people are talking about Beats, like, oh, these are cookie cutter Beats. There's so many, like, cookie cutter producers that have all the same branding as all the other producers and um i don't know being yourself and coming up with your own i would suggest not looking at other producers and see what other producers are doing when it comes to your own brand like if you like um if you like strawberries like build your whole brand around strawberries. Show your face, Take a, t- do a photo shoot in a, in a pile of strawberries and that's your brand, strawberry, whatever beats. I don't know, if you just be yourself, that's what makes it unique and create a brand around yourself. Um, I don't know, because I used to do the same thing when I started posting beats. you see what other people are doing, you kind of make a similar beat to them, you kind of have a similar YouTube cover whatever whatever the branding is the same and it's like cool when you figure out how to do it and you show your friends like oh look this is this is cool this is my channel but the way to stand out is by creating a unique brand like i started doing these beat making vlogs and like um like a couple people have done vlogs but no one has been super consistent and in like this beat making niche and has done it the way that i've done it and when i first started doing it people would be like all right bro fucking show your record your screen. We want to see what you're doing or or you should we don't care about you getting in your car and going to the store. And I was saying this on a podcast. I was like, "All right, well, you you will care about that because that's the only way to scale this whole brand because if in 2 years I'm making videos how to create trap melodies, you're going to be like, "All right, we've seen this fucking 80,000 times, so we don't want to see this anymore. We want to know what pencil you have in your In your garage i don't know that's so random but like you guys know what i'm saying i think you just you just have to be true to yourself and to come up in any niche you obviously have to do things people are going to understand you know what i mean which is making beats but if you can make beats in a unique way and post beats in a unique way i don't know you just have to carve your own path and it's not going to work at the beginning like that's the thing right if, if you do this unique way of posting your beats or you create an entire catalog on Instagram that's super creative. What about like IGTV? What about going on, um, what about going on like that TikTok app and, and posting your beats that way? Like you have to get super fucking creative. And as the years keep going by, it's gonna get harder and harder to like differentiate yourself because there's gonna be more and more people doing everything, not just making beats. But yeah a little rant right there knowledge underscore sa asks what nationality are you <laughs> i'm actually a hundred percent irish like my whole family lives in ireland both my parents were born in ireland i am one of the few me and my sister and a couple of my cousins are the only americans in our whole entire family I don't have it like they're all they literally all live in ireland all my cousins i barely know them i'm here in boston so that's that's me fully irish i'm an american though i was born here (laughs) i was not born in ireland i am a first generation immigrant is i think is the term this is a good question ripping since (laughs) what a fucking what a username ripping since day one asks how many views did you get on your first ever youtube video in a month there's a lot of consistent questions here of people that sound like they're too afraid to start or like they're embarrassed because no one has it fucking figured out every single person you see posted a video for the most part and it fucking did horrible like my first youtube video i don't know like six views maybe (laughs) like i don't know like horrible did horrible and the video sucked it wasn't like it is now don't look at my videos and think that like this is the standard like you're gonna make some shitty music you're gonna make some shitty videos you're gonna post some horrible beats and they're gonna be amazing at the time because that's how it works like when i created my first like trap beat that sounded like something you'd hear i thought you would hear on the radio it was the most amazing thing ever like in 2012 and i was playing it and now like thinking back to that beat it was probably absolute garbage unquantitized like trash but yeah you're the if your first thing you're gonna you're not gonna want the first thing you post to to blow up you know what i mean i'm kind of pit like when i look at my most viewed video and it's a good video it's a solid video i'm not that mad about it but I'm so much better now at making videos and being on camera and making beats <laughs> that like you almost wish it was a video now that ble- that would get a million views um even though it took like a year to get that million didn't just pop off but like I don't know like the longer it takes for something to blow up that's why these songs have taken so long to put out you know what I mean When if you're an artist and you first put out your songs, Nobody is gonna nobody besides your friends and a couple random internet people are gonna hear it So it's irrelevant. So my first songs that I'm putting out as I'm first learning how to make songs is so like It's is a little bit more important because I have a following But they're not gonna be anything compared to the if I continue with it, which I probably will They're gonna be so much better a year from now and then five years from then and whatever whatever Yeah, you don't want your first video to blow up N and underscore black asks can you please give tips on generating multiple streams of income that's a good question and the answer to that is f- you need to figure out one source of income right now you need to figure out one source of income and you have to be cons considerate is that the word you have to be thinking about all right if i make how like if you start for example the reason i was able to start posting videos and could kind of like relax a little bit is because i was making like a thousand bucks a week off of instagram and soundcloud and my customer email list and stuff like that so i was able to take a day and post a youtube video so whatever you do you have to keep in mind that if you want to create multiple streams of income, you need to create one stream of income first. And when that's kind of together, you can, you can start focusing on something else. For example, I started with beats and then once I started getting this producer following, I was like, all right, I need to make like loop kits. I need to, I need to give kits out to these people and like do Skype calls or whatever, when I was doing back then. And I was doing a lot more collabs back then and like Skype calls and advice and all that stuff. Um, So you need to get one thing down first and then you can focus on more Then I was focused on drum kits. Now I'm kind of venturing a little bit into sponsorships and stuff like that too. And, um, and like music and like what, what music can bring And And I have a YouTube, I have like YouTube gives me, I'm, I'm making like a thousand bucks a month off of YouTube right now, off of YouTube ads, um, which is like, I'm literally just posting videos to do that. I'm literally just creating that's I'm literally doing what I would be doing anyways, and just getting an extra thousand bucks a month. Um, And eventually like if this podcast blows up to the point, I mean, obviously not anytime soon, I would think, but if this podcast blows up to the point where there's like hundreds of thousands or millions of listeners, then like you're going to get approached by all these companies that want to advertise in the podcast or, or whatever or you could or i could just use it to plug my own stuff which probably is what would happen um but yeah you gotta do one thing at a time and you gotta really like master it you know what i mean so if you're a producer um build a brand and figure out some sort of income um and then move on to the next one Vani Erosk asks is working with local artists even a good idea they all seem because they all seem broke. All right. Well, the reason you should be working with local artists is if you want to build with a local artist and give them beats for, and not give them beats for free, but work with them and do 50, 50. Here's the beat. Let's make a song 50, 50 splits, put it out on Spotify and see where it goes and try to build some sort of like, like, uh, like how metro boomer did and Zaytoven, and like you have to attach yourself to an artist and if you can build up with that you can make money with the actual music if you're trying to sell beats to local artists like there's absolutely no point it's like it's like it's like if there's a like imagine seeing a room full of 10 people that are that are artists and then to your left That that's your local scene, right? Imagine there's two doors. One door is a room full of ten people. That's your and it says local scene on the door. So you go in there and you try to sell the ten people. They all don't have money. Whatever. They're from people in your own town. Whatever. You leave, blah, blah, blah. The room to the left says the internet on it. And there's billions of fucking people in that door. And yeah, you have to like figure out who's producers and whatever, whatever. You kinda have to figure out how to get some attention on yourself. But There's a lot, there's a lot more people to choose from. And I have not sold a beat to a single local artist because when someone builds a connection with you, like if you build a connection with someone and then you go, yeah, man, do you, do you want the, do you want to grab the lease? You know what I mean? Like uh, if they don't have money, they're not going to want to do that. The only reason why they're going to want to buy unlimited rights or buy the exclusive from you is if they're smart with their business and they're already making money off of YouTube or if they're just making money from a job or whatever. But a lot of times, like it's hard hard to make money as rappers. So if they don't have a job, they're not going to have money. So. You're not going to sell beats to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I have people that I've built connections with that are like, hey, I'm going to buy the unlimited rights or I'm just going to buy the exclusive because they make money off of music. So they're going to buy it and put up $1,000 or put up whatever amount of money and then they're going to make that money back and and like a, and then profit from it eventually. And so, yeah, that's that's some advice on that. That's some important advice too, I think. It's tricky too when you when you're working with a local artist, you have to find someone you believe in and that not only you believe in the music, but you have to believe in them like you have to have a crazy. This has to be your life. You know what I mean? Like it literally has to be your life 24/7. All right. This question is from Mozzie beats. If someone decided to start uploading videos to YouTube, should they upload their beats as type beats or beat making? videos so these are two separate things and you can do it people make it work people create brands like if i post a type beat, people would love it it probably wouldn't do as it probably wouldn't get as many views as the other one it just depends on i don't know it just depends on it just depends on what you want like i'm not sure if people i'm sure people have success doing that you know what I mean? I'm sh- I think KBZ does that where he posts his beats still on the- I'm just not really I just separated it to Kyle Beats Radio because I just wanted to have that separate brand, you know what I mean? And Kyle Beats Radio does- I need to post there more by the way, but Kyle Beats Radio does better than like um did- does better than my original YouTube channel with Type Beats ever did. Um, just because I've built up the Kyle beats brand, but that's up to you if you look at if you look at a channel like no jumper for example, like They're just kind of all over the place and I don't know I like to stay consistent with my branding on YouTube just because I Don't know I just as a as a consumer I like when it's consistent like when I subscribe to someone and I subscribe because they have this great vlog or they have this great whatever and the next video is not a vlog it's like a video podcast or something or it's like something different or it's like a music video or something completely random that's not that person it just kind of deters me from ever going back and checking that channel again you know what i mean so that's i i do that honestly i started doing that on my channel like separating them because of how i consume things as a consumer but it just depends I, I don't know that's just the way i like to do it um but they're definitely <laughs> i don't know in my opinion they're definitely two different things but if you look at a channel like i was saying like no jumper who they have a music podcast so he adam posts podcasts the video podcast he does interviews he posts vlogs there he'll if he's doing a music video like world star hip-hop type of stuff like he'll post a music video where it's like they're working with this artist so however they're doing their deals um and i don't know he posts other random stuff on there too um and it all works like the the channel does really well and they do live streams like they just kind of just put everything on that um but yeah it's it's up to you really i don't think it I don't think it's it really matters too much i think if you're not really blowing up yet i think you should just do both because who cares you know what i mean like if you're not really getting any numbers just do both that's what i did in it and then the videos started doing better so chaotic beats yacht spelt like a boat yacht i think chaotic beats that's creative chaotic beats asks me what would you recommend for up and coming producers from 2018 going into 2019 you know what i would recommend today is today is december 11th 2018 right today is december 11th 2018 by the time you hear this i'll be it will be going out the 12th of 2018 shout out to the people listening in like four months that find the podcast this will be going out the 12th wednesday i think you should just fucking do whatever you're doing now. Like, don't like, it, I know it's like part of culture. Like, yeah, 2018. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be so different in 2019. But literally nothing changes. Um, like, you need to go out there December 12th and fucking figure it out. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm working still. I'm doing the same thing today as I'm going to be doing a month from now. Nothing has changed. The only thing now for me is like, because I have this this large business that's growing at a pretty rapid pace, like you have to figure out tax stuff and what are you gonna spend before the end of the year? And like, that's the only thing that really changes for me when it comes to years, because it's like a business year and like tax season is weird and expenses, like you have to buy stuff and I'm turning Kyle Beach to like a mini corporation for fucking whatever. But, but I'll tell you what to do now. I th- I'll tell, I'll, I'll answer your question in the sense of what should an up and coming producer do, because I don't think years matter. I don't think it matters. Like a lot of people always say, oh, I'm going to start working out in 2019, but it's like, dog, you have a whole month still. I'm going to put out, uh, there's half a month left. There's 15 days left. I'm putting out like seven more videos before the end of the year. Um so yeah, start now. Don't wait for 2019. This next question is produced by Mata. Do you know the feeling of being attention seeking private or artistically? If so, how do you handle it? I'm not sure what you on. I'm not sure what you mean by this. Do you know the feeling of being attention seeking artistically? If so, how do you handle it? I don't know if you're saying someone seeking attention that I someone around me seeking or me seeking attention. I'll I'll answer like this. I don't know what exactly what that means, but I think. I definitely um, want attention for the things that I create. I could care less about um, I could literally care less about having attention towards myself now that I'm getting older and realizing what everything's about. But I definitely, I mean, at the same time, Kyle Beats is the brand. But I kind of, like, separate myself from that. Um, but I definitely want attention for the things that I create. I'm going to sneeze. Oh, God, I sneezed. But, yeah, I definitely want attention for the things that I that I create, whether it's the videos or the music um that's like kind of what i feed off of is when i create a video that i'm super proud of i want it to get views i want as many people to see as possible and and like like it that's like the fire behind what i do it's just like creating that next fucking thing and making this new wave like i want to just i think i I think i have the ability to create the most inspiring videos of all time that someone at home is just watching and being like damn like that's what i want to do or whatever and just cool videos because like when you make a video and and you look back on it you're like damn that's sick it's like when you when you're recording something or making a beat and then you're just like making it you're just in the zone and then when you go listen to it back you're just like whoa you're just vibing out in the studio same thing with videos, same thing with everything i want to do with youtube instagram um whatever but yeah, I just want people to see what I'm doing and get inspired. That's like that's like my main thing. I love I love that. I love inspiring as many people as possible in like a good way. In like a very inspiring, authentic good way. This question is from adg.wave. I'm a 16-year-old, 16-year-old producer. How can I get connections with artists? trying to get into the industry so me personally i don't even care about that i could easily find my way into connecting with artists and i don't want to do it because i don't care (laughs) i don't want to have to deal with all that stuff because you get i feel like you get i don't have any experience with this but like from the outside looking in it seems like every especially producers and artists too i guess just get pigeonholed into this in the industry system where if you send beats out they're going to take them and like people aren't getting paid and like and like things go wrong and someone claims this and the label owns this we don't have the master for this there's just so many random issues because there's so much gray area with music that i don't want to deal with any of that so If you're a 16 year old producer, if you're good, if you could be nice at producing, I don't know, but most likely you you still have a lot of work to do. I didn't even start making beats at 16. I didn't start making beats for four more years after that. Um, I would find a 16 year old rapper that you really believe in, whether it's on the internet, like some guy on SoundCloud with 600 followers, or one of your homies that's nearby, or Um, whatever like I don't think you want I mean you if maybe you want to get a maybe you want to get a pub deal maybe you want to just go to studios every day in LA that sounds amazing you can make a lot of money on pub deals but at the same time that doesn't creatively fill my needs that's just not what I want to do creatively it just doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if I win a Grammy it doesn't matter how big I get it just that stuff is not what I want to do um, but you know, when it comes back to it, to solve all those problems and to make if if you wanted to get into an industry and get a pub deal, or if you wanted to build with a younger artist that um that has potential and wanted to build with them, make a brand on the internet, put your stuff on the internet, whether it's videos, audio, whatever, whatever, whatever new way there is to come up. And figure it out. That's 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 the thing too, right? So I, I randomly will check back on that video, how I made a living selling beats in four months, and I I literally made that video because I didn't have an idea for a video at the time, and it now it has like I don't know 130,000 views or something like that. Um, like that was what? It's almost like it's almost 2016. That was over two years ago when I did that and figured that out. Over two years ago, like that might not work still like you have to literally get super creative and literally a year from now maybe a year from now something comes out that's like incredible to sell beats it's all you do is post your type beats you you figured it out and like a couple other producers on the internet figured out there's just artists there whatever whatever you have to figure out what works for you right right now you know what i mean like I'll, I'll listen to Gary V podcast, and he'll talk about how yeah, it's a lot easier now because of the internet. But you have to play the hand that you're dealt. You know what you know what I mean? Like you can't look at YouTube and be like, damn, there's a lot of producers posting tight beats to YouTube. How am I going to make myself stand out? You have to play the card you're dealt. That's just that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? And. Um, When people were posting to SoundClick, it was the same thing like damn SoundClick is getting flooded There's a lot of producers there and that's just the way it is Um, Like you have to play the hand. You just have to play the cards you're dealt now There's like a niche building on YouTube where producers have posted all these beat making videos and if you post a tutorial now Well guess what? It's most likely already been done unless you can figure out a unique way to do it. So I don't know you gotta you gotta think outside the box <laughs> and stay consistent and just keep your just keep your head down. Honestly, you might not figure it out for another two years. Like, you I I don't even have it figured out right now. I'm just going with the wind. I'm just working every single day because I love doing this because I truly love to create beats, create content, create videos, and that's it. So. So like when you're a producer there's bigger things that i want to do than sell beats and sell kits on the internet i'm kind of in this middle ground right now because a lot of people asks ask um someone asks is vlog style videos Production tutorials, better way to gain a following. Do you still sell beats? I don't see you uploading beats onto YouTube or whatever. I still like uploading to Kyle Beats Radio to give you guys content to listen to. I have this weird thing about if you listen to the podcast with Chucky Beats, he makes uh, he makes his living selling beats on the internet. And he has like almost, I think he has like four hundred thousand on his like beats on his beats channel on YouTube, where that's like a majority of his money comes from that um so like this dude is fighting copyright strikes every 30 seconds and like same with anyone at that level because they want to monetize their youtube videos and and chuki gives out free beats to people to use in their content for for um for credit or whatever and he's just it just like to me it just seems like when you post a beat for sale and you're giving out 30 dollar leases for me it just seems like a completely when you get to the level where i'm at where i am talking to i can get in contact with a pretty good amount of people and i'm a very well-known internet producer so when you get to this level it seems like you're completely just devaluing a beat when you post it for lease like the only reason why you post a beat for sale is to make money i am making plenty of money right now i don't need an extra Bunch of $30 leases coming in. You know what I mean? I just don't I just don't I just think it completely Deflates the whole beat but keep in mind. I do like posting beats because it's fun That's like where I started with this it kind of fills that creative Need when I post a beat oh make a sale like it's it's still cool to me to post beats and sell them but like That's not where I don't want to build a beat selling empire. I want to do something more than that and and build this amazing brand on YouTube where there's millions of people subscribed to me and I don't think selling $30 leases is a very wise thing. To, I don't know, it just seems like like Metro Boomin doesn't sell $30 leases on. You know what I mean? Like you get to a you do that stuff for money. You know what I mean? You do that stuff to that the beat selling industry is what gives producers a chance is as how i see it it gives them a chance to do what they want whether it's like me creating music and creating this great brand and putting my stuff on spotify and making a crazy youtube brand and being an amazing creator around beats and music and all the stuff or whether it's someone that wants to be collabing with these big name artists it gives that it just creates a bridge to do that in a more clean way where you don't have to be this broke producer it gives you leverage too like a lot of these producers that are selling beats online they end up going to studios and they don't have to make shitty pub deals or they don't have to do shitty deals where they get paid in six months or whatever whatever because they're making money every single day selling beats on the internet that's why you that's why you do it you know what i mean that's why anyone that makes it anywhere slows down posting beats because your beats could have more value somewhere else your beats could have more value if you send them to an up-and-coming artist, or if you use them yourself. Um, I was actually thinking about putting out a beat tape, honestly, and putting it all on Kyle Beats Radio too. But yeah, I mean, I'm still making beats. They're just racking up on my computer. I don't really need to sell them. I don't. I don't have a need for money. I can make money. You can do whatever you want when you, when you build a brand. So that's where that's where I'm at right now. Um, I think you don't don't think it's because the beat selling industry is dead. That's not why I stopped It's still alive. I can post a beat and sell it You know what I mean? I had a bunch of people hitting me up when beat stars went down and I was like, oh shit My beats are still selling (laughs) like I didn't even know I haven't posted beats in like a month or like months Four months or something crazy like that So it's definitely not dead if that's what people are assuming you just get to the point where your beats have more value somewhere else once you build a brand you can do a lot more with it. It seems it's hard. It's hard to just throw it up on a website and sell some leases. I feel like it devalue, devalues it when it's out somewhere else already. Um, I don't know, that's just how I feel. That's why I've kind of slowed down. I definitely want to do it though. I really love posting beats. I just like doing it, so. But you can definitely still sell beats. That, that shit is only gonna keep growing. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was pretty much the end of this wonderful podcast. Wonderful, wonderful podcast. Um, I really wanted to specifically answer questions in this one. I feel like the other one I did like this, I just ranted. <laughs> so I wanted to specifically answer questions. A lot of good questions. Keep that in mind when I'm doing a Q&A for the podcast. Don't. It's hard to answer a question. What are some tips on melodies? Because like... Like how do you what how do you answer that? Especially without showing my screen or something. You know what I mean? Like ask questions that I can answer with my with my vocals. Um But anyways, that's it. If you use the code KB Podcast, you can get 20% off of all my kits and beats. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much the end of this podcast. I think it was a really good one. Let me know when you uh tag me in your Instagram story. Let me know like what you think of this let me know how this was um uh, the last one i did that was kind of a rant like this did really well so i figured hey i'll do it again and actually answer <laughs> the questions instead of ranting so that's it uh make sure you subscribe to the podcast i'm actually i i i have it on my to-do list now to get this fucking podcast out on spotify um that i literally i was doing this the first week i put out the podcast i was trying to get on spotify and like the website that everyone uses to do that for some reason wasn't working correctly and i literally gave up and um i don't know it was just annoying because the website seemed like it was from like 1946 uh but yeah that's on my to-do list now is to finally get that on on spotify and stop being an idiot so that's it thanks for (laughs) thanks for listening Until the next one, next one will be going out next Wednesday, and I'll have a guest. So, see you guys, hear from you guys in the next one. Peace.